0: San Francisco 49ers getting ready for the Detroit Lions. And this week has been all about Brock Purdy, the Brock Purdy discourse, the war on Brock Purdy by some. We're going to take you through and navigate where the real answers lie on who Brock Purdy is. And it's really not any different than he was before last week, shockingly (laughs) enough. And a couple 49ers assistants interviewing for other jobs. All that more coming up on today's Locked On 49ers.
1: You are a locked on 49ers. Your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Welcome to Locked On 49ers, Brian Peacock and Eric Crocker with you as always at BD Peacock at Eric underscore Crocker. Thanks everybody for making us your first listen on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Appreciate all the everydayers out there. You know what time it is on this Wednesday. More on our guest here in a moment, make sure you are subscribed on YouTube and everywhere you get your podcast. Today's episode of Lockdown 49ers is brought to you by Price Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to pricepicks.com slash Lockdown NFL and use code, all lowercase, Lockdown NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. And now let's bring on today's guest.
2: Nicholas Winkler,
0: come
1: on down. Action News 8 Sports with Nick Winkler.
0: Wow! Wink, what's happening, my man? 49ers squeaked by by the skin of their teeth against the Green Bay Packers advancing to the NFC Championship game. And all the talk now, all the arguments now, no matter what channel you turn on that talks about sports, whatever podcast it is, they're talking about Brock Purdy. And to be honest, I'm hearing some, some asinine comments about Brock Purdy, as if, there's some great change that happened within the last week, and Brock Purdy should be, should have been this guy in week two, and this guy last year, and now he's this guy in the playoffs, and he's this guy over here. Can you help us out, Wink? What's going on with Brock Purdy? What were your thoughts on that uh, performance against the Green Bay Packers? I mean, it's just
1: weird, right? The guy's that such an amazing underdog story, and yet the only people that really love him and really see what's happening and the magic that he has are 49er fans. Everyone else is just, find some excuse or some reason to be like, he's not it. He's not it. He's not it. Even people like Jordan Love played a better game. No, he didn't. He threw two interceptions, right? A horrible one at the end of the game. Like Brock Purdy led a game-winning drive, you know? Like, I just it it really bothers me when people keep yeah. slandering <laughs> the
0: Purdy. like I I picture like what the the PFF grade might have been in my head and it started off with like Brock Purdy down here and Jordan Love up here and then yeah. the game went on and it was kind of like you know this and then this and then this and it was right here and then the last play of the game Jordan Love interception <laughs> whoop, right below in the very the last drive for Purdy he comes up a little bit the last throw for and that that tipped it and yeah, they had like, almost that both bad by the way pff grades in the end at 50 something and it was like 59 point whatever to 56.8 and it was like that last throw from jordan love it, it dropped yeah. him below brock purdy for the game um guts to finish guts to finish but you can't gloss over you know how how they played how the 49ers played for the whole game um but like they're built a certain way to overcome that, which I, which I really love. But my thing with Brock Purdy too, is like, and we, we talked about it (laughs) crock earlier this year on the podcast. He's the same guy. Like, I don't know why people keep flip-flopping. They want to make he's the best quarterback that's ever existed. He's a trash quarterback. He's only good because of the weapons around him. He's been the same guy the whole time, which is really good. He's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not Josh Allen. He's just really good, and we know what his limitations are. We know what his strengths are, and it was Brock Purdy with rain this week, right? It's like a when you order when you order uh, a a hamburger, you put cheese on it, it becomes a cheeseburger. Like Brock Purdy was a cheeseburger because you just added one thing to it. You know what I mean? Like it was Brock rain Purdy. There was just rain, and it made it a little bit more difficult, and it made some things difficult. For,
2: usually, cheese makes for, things for a, little a little bit
0: better. Yeah, You're and I guess, wrong that's a bad because it's its own thing. It's called a cheeseburger. So maybe it's more like um, a a pizza with pineapple. Maybe oh. that's more like
2: <laughs> I like that pineapple pizza you better too. Um, yeah, you're ruining right.
0: Better it for me. For some people who don't like pineapple, it's like with pineapple. But you know what I mean. It's just like it's the same guy. You added one more element to it, but he's still the same guy. I don't know why your opinion would change of Brock Purdy from what we saw in Week Four versus what we saw in the Divisional Round of the playoffs. He is the same guy.
2: Well, two things here. One, I think actually bringing up the pineapple pizza was actually a a, a great analogy or comparison, right? Because pineapple pizza is kind of, I don't know if it's an acquired taste, but people have strong opinions on it one way or another. (laughs) Winky and I love pineapple pizza. I think it's amazing. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people... Pineapple pizza doesn't belong on a the pizza. They think that there's something wrong with it. So maybe that is Brock. You know, he's pineapple pizza, and some people love it, and for whatever reason, other people, they're like, oh, it's overrated. Uh, it, It's not that great. You know, I think a lot of this uh, discourse for him as well, especially with the discussions and whatnot, uh, people talk about the hate that he's getting. Uh, I, I think it's because of the team that he's on. You know, he he. it would be an underdog story and probably great, if he was on the Carolina Panthers and he's doing it and it's awesome, like there's no expectations. But anytime you are a part of something that is great, and it's been great for a while, 49ers not winning the Super Bowl, of course, but which is how good they've been, there's a certain level of just expectations for a good team. And even though he's kind of youthful in his experience, he's thrusted into that, you kind of become part of the villain. Think about the Golden State Warriors. Nobody, everybody loved – uh, uh, you know, Steph Curry when they weren't winning all the time, right? Oh, it's this fun guy. And how could you not love him? And he looks like, you know, this kid and he's running around. And he's doing all these, mm. wow, he's so great. And he has a wife and this is how it's supposed to be. Then all of a sudden the Warriors start winning all the time. And then people want to start poking at what he isn't when all he is, is this great player. Right. And I'm not saying that Brock is, you know that the same as curry but just in the sense of how once you start being good and and you're on something that is great people want to start kind of picking at the greatness of that team and i think when you look at the 49ers of course everybody loves an underdog story but the 49ers aren't underdogs so everybody they just kind of thrust Brock Purdy in with the rest of everything else that's going very well and you got to find something to pick at and it happened to be Brock Purdy <laughs> i like
0: so Brock Purdy is the Steph Curry of the NFL. I like that a lot. That's better than there the one Brock. Some of our uh, our YouTube comments were a little bit angry at you because you 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 said the the J word, the Jimmy G. You you used that reference. You said that uh, I, I don't remember what the context was exactly. Something like Brock played like Jimmy G in that game, or it was a Jimmy G like game, or something like that. Was it not? And well, that's the thing is people need to realize that you said. Jimmy G like He played like Jimmy G. You didn't say Brock Purdy is Jimmy G. Right. And so that's where like the people and, and like it's, it's, it's from everywhere. It's like, you can't say one bad thing. You can't say one weird thing. You can't even admit that he played a little bad in the rain. I have some other thoughts on why Um, he did play bad. Some, some, some things that were not his fault and some things that defenses are doing against Brock Purdy. I think we're going to see a lot more against Brock Purdy. Um, But you know, playing like Jimmy G doesn't mean you are Jimmy G, right? When a uh, when a a a, a two fifty hitter gets hot and hits two home runs in a game, he, he's that doesn't mean he's Barry Bonds, but <laughs> he might have hit one in the water that day. You know what I mean? Right. Like Barry Bonds did. So, um, j- just the the whole Brock Purdy discourse is just like everyone's weird about it and angry about it. Yeah. He's the same guy. He is really yeah. good. He is not. Patrick Mahomes, he's not in that tier of quarterback, but he's a really good quarterback. And uh, people just have a really hard time living in the gray area of life, especially sports fans. And so uh, I just wanted to make sure we came out and 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 helped everybody through these troubled waters about Brock Purdy. And I bet he's going to go off this week. It's setting up for a much better game for him. Whatever your p- favorite pizza toppings are, it's going to be Brock with that in this game.
2: Yeah, I don't think you he helped. Because Ryan Clark, he it's the way he I think he said it, but essentially, he kind of said the same thing as you. Where no, 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 what
0: Ryan Clark said is he was lying about it the whole time.
2: Well, he was lying about how he 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 felt like I, he was like, okay, I gotta mention him with these guys, but I don't think he's with them. And just him saying, Well, I don't think that he's Josh Allen or Mahomes or Lamar. I don't think that's like a hot take if you think – if you, no. but to 49 fans, it is. Like those guys.
1: And he's I heard my guy Coff,
2: my guy Middlecoff said, like, who is – you know, he's like, you know, this and that, and he did good, whatever. He's like, well, you know, he's not Why – don't mention him with these guys, but who is doing that? And I'm like, well, 49 er fans are because I see it on my timeline.
0: That's, that's part of the problem is, like, you can have an MVP season and Lamar can still be better, but Brock mm. – could win MVP because he had an MVP season. That doesn't mean he's better than every single quarterback in the league. I mean, he had an awesome year, right? And I think that's where people have problems with it. And uh, and, and that's why some of those national media shows, there's a lot of people tr- saying stuff for engagement and saying things they maybe don't mean that they don't really feel. And we had never put that on him, Croc. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, that's why you come to lockdown. We 40 minutes. Minutes. We've been telling the truth about what Brock Purdy is, which is a really good quarterback. And he's putting up awesome numbers. And he absolutely was in the MVP conversation, not because he's a freak of nature, not because he's better than every quarterback in the league, it's because he was playing amazing. And that's why he was in the MVP conversation.
2: We get haters because if we don't see him as in the same tears those guys like if we if we kind of talk about it objectively like with hey I man I think he's really good he's been really good for the 49ers and he does all these things and but it's like you know but we're not saying it in a way that he's equal to these guys our comments are flooded which I even stopped having to read them I stopped reading our comments like so you're like oh they said this but I didn't see because I know how the 49 ers fans get if you don't say if everything isn't like praising him which it's like dang like that's crazy how we've come to to this point where you can't even give an unbiased opinion on, man, I think he's playing very well. He's doing really good. Oh man. was not good for a whole game, but man, he came through in the clutch and that was awesome. And that was really kind of a lot like what we saw from Jimmy, but I know 90% of the time he's better than Jimmy, you know, it's just like, Oh, but all I hear is Jimmy G. And I think for people that talk about this stuff in the media and how they get attacked, they might have a two minute run on saying good things and either start or finish with, well, he's not these guys. And like that's what the, gets this that's where people get upset. And they do that with this. Right. He,
1: he's not those guys. He's not a first-round pick. He's not six-five. He doesn't have the arm strength that these guys do. He doesn't have the speed. What he does do is win football games. And he won a very Tough football game in tough conditions against a good defense. And what Brock Purdy has showed time and time again is resiliency. is his ability to bounce back. And, and that's what we're expecting from him this weekend, right? He comes out and he has a four-touchdown, 300-yard game on Sunday against the Lions, does the national media, does the the narrative change? Or do they still like, oh, well, it's just because it was good conditions. What if it was raining? Like, they're going to find a way to knock Brock Purdy down because, as you said, they're haters. And that's they get a lot of clicks because people want to go and hate on a winner. And the 49ers, three straight NFC Championship games, right? I mean, this is a team that continues to do it year in and year out. Brock Purdy's their leader, so he's the guy who's going to take the most heat. And the fact that he came back when he was playing a horrible football game, he was bad. He did look like Jimmy G in that game. When he threw it over the middle, you held your breath. It was back to those Jimmy G days because he was not accurate. I don't think he's got the the hand size to play in a wet football game. We saw it firsthand. But what he did is let a comeback win – and led the 49ers to another NFC championship game. It's impressive, Brock Purdy. He, he just keep keep proving the doubters wrong, man.
2: Who 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 you taking uh J- Josh Allen or Brock Purdy? Hold on, pause on that. Hold on, right hold on. No, no, just in general. Pause, pause on that. Pause I on want that. them to come for him. Think about that. Think about that
0: for a second cuz there's there's some numbers put out there this week as well comparing Josh Allen's game didn't win his playoff game against Brock Purdy did win his playoff game. Uh, and again, I, I, I think I know what teams are trying to do right now against Brock Purdy. Next, the Lockdown 49ers is brought to you by Prize Picks Daily Fantasy Sports Made Easy. Prize Picks is the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and even sharks in the pool. All you do is you pick more or less than two to six players stats projections and watch those winnings roll in. If you hit all 6, it's 25 times your money this football season at Prize Picks. Only a couple more games to go. Hopefully the 49ers are playing in that last one and tons of NFL projections, NBA projections as well turn 10 bucks into 250 bucks at Prize Picks and I have a feeling the more than for Brock Purdy is the play on Prize Picks. This week, all you got to do is go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks locked on NFL is the promo code prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL Prize picks daily fantasy sports made easy. I come back to it. I always come back to it and you can tell the ball watchers and the non ball watchers when they start saying Brock Purdy's a, a check down artist and that's one of the telltale signs. Another telltale sign is the flip-floppers, right? So Brock Purdy, you mentioned it. When Brock Purdy comes out, throws four touchdowns, 300 yards, has this amazing game, there's going to be guys that flip-flop. And uh, Brock Purdy is Brock Purdy. He, he is what he is. We know what he is. We've seen it. I, I'm really confident confident knowing what he is. He's got the guts of a burglar. He's really smart. Uh, he's a really good NFL quarterback. Uh, he doesn't have 10 and a half inch hands. He's not 6'5". They, he can't throw the moon ball that Josh Allen threw. But guess what? That moon ball is incomplete. But Josh Allen, what did he do? He completed 16 of 16 passes behind the line of scrimmage in that game, didn't have one over 20 yards. Brock Purdy had four behind the line of scrimmage, right? And you don't need to use Josh Allen to prove your point about Brock Purdy. All you got to do is bro- watch Brock Purdy. But um, there's just so many wild things that happen as it pertains to Brock Purdy and and who he is and, and what he is as a quarterback. But I believe, Crock, you posed a question. So we'll, we'll go there, and then uh, I've got one more point on on Brock Purdy.
2: Yeah, well, well, I want to question a winner, was, right. I, I just I just asked Nick. I said, you know, if you're starting your team today, and you get to pick between Josh Allen and and Brock Purdy. Like, who, who are you taking?
1: Uh, see, that's a tough call, right? Because you go with on paper the guy who's big, tall, strong,
0: fast, right? Or I'm just know, asking
2: the question. That. See, he's <laughs> doing all the, the. I just asked a <laughs> question,
0: trying to stir it up. He's 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 yelling from the mountaintops, asking for Lions fans to come yell at him. Now he's asking for 49ers fans to come at Wink. He's just trying to stir stuff up over here because depending on where your angle is and how you how you hear this answer that Wink's about to give, uh, you're either mad at Wink or you're mad at Croc. Someone stay out of this. Give point. me the guy
1: who wins football games and doesn't turn the football over. Give me Brock Purdy. I think there's Ooh. one guy in the NFL I'm taking over Brock Purdy, and it's the guy who's been to six straight championship games in the AFC. And I think that's about it. I mean, Brock Purdy goes out and he wins. Yeah, it, it's not always pretty. But what we've had for the last couple of decades have been not pretty quarterbacks, right? Kaepernick did it. It wasn't pretty. It was great. The outcome was solid. But, but, what we're looking at right now with Brock Purdy is a guy who understands what's needed from him, and he goes out and he wins, and he bounces back that pass to Juwan Jennings over the middle on what, third and 10, and he's getting hit, and he's throwing it over the linebacker. Like, that was amazing. Guy guy hit Chris Conley on a little out route on a third down. Like, he, he steps up when he needs to step up. Brock Purdy, time and time again, does it right.
0: And you want to talk weapons. You just said two names, Juwan Jennings, Chris Conley. That's not what people point to when they talk about how great – Brock Purdy is, or why he's not great, because he's throwing two. Swan so, Jennings, Chris Conley. They're not using those names when they're just talking about why Brock Purdy isn't good because of all these weapons he has.
2: So why would why would Nick take Patrick Mahomes over Brock Purdy? Like the, Brock led the league in like every category, statistical category. He was more efficient than Mahomes. He threw more touchdowns, less interceptions. Um, you know Super
1: why Bowl would you... wins. Wow. sixth grade AFC championships? Like I said, okay. I like winners. So the big winner to me. is Brock Purdy over Josh Allen, for sure. But then, you know, Patrick Mahomes is like the one guy I would take.
2: The tough thing with that is, and you talk about winners and not Josh Allen and stuff like that, Josh Allen just keeps losing to the winner, which is Patrick Mahomes.
1: (laughs) And the Niners lost to the winner as well, but that was Jimmy G. That wasn't Brock Purdy.
2: Yeah, Josh Allen's like, can you guys trade me to the NFC, please? (laughs) (laughs) Please, please. Uh, What about you? Hey, Croc, you asked the question. Yeah, who are you taking? Uh, I I asked the question. I didn't have to give an answer.
0: <laughs> wow! <laughs> Running from you sound like me right there. Unbelievable. Croc, I like knows both guys. Croc knows what he's going to answer, and he doesn't want. Guys, to real think. quick,
1: real quick. I know we're going to move on to the Lions at some point, yeah. but before we do, guys, I got to talk about my reaction to that football game. So first of all, I'm pacing my house right most of the game. I'm screaming. I'm yelling. I'm starting to lose my voice. And then when that interception happens with Jordan Love. I scream so loud out of excitement. And then I scream so much louder at Dre Greenlaw to get down. I mean, the guy had one of the best games the middle linebackers ever had for the 49ers. Two picks, the big stop of, of Jordan Love on fourth, fourth down. Like, and then he's about to go. And it looks like he's gonna pitch the ball. Like I'm I'm screaming, and my kids and my wife are like, What are you doing? They just want I'm like, not yet, they haven't. Like what, what he <laughs> needs to get down.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh God, I I that to me was like the most frustrated and like scared I've been as a 49er fan, maybe in my entire life. Because they they played a, a
0: tough football game,
1: and they finally had a chance to win it, and Dre Greenlaw was running
0: around like a damn fool. Like, oh man, <laughs> Fred Warner oh. talked about it at the podium after the game. He went swim move with the ball in his hand yes. over the hand. Trey, what are you doing? going and protect the ball. What are you doing? Get down! Oh my
2: god. Did you guys hear Chris McCaffrey talk about it? No. 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 Uh, he said, you know, he ran the ball well. He was just like, I think he can improve the ball security.
0: Yeah. 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 Chris McCaffrey's got it tucked up there. Five points of pressure, right? That's Ooh, what Tom oh, Rathman man. used to teach about when he was yeah, running so back for the 49ers. Uh, did you yell louder get down, or did you yell louder, run the bleeping ball earlier in the game? When when, when Chris McCaffrey had only 11 carries through what three quarters, whatever it was.
1: I mean, he had like two touches on the first two drives. Like it was crazy. Like in the backfield, it's like that's a wet football run the football. Why are you passing over and over? especially right after Debo went down too. you're like, okay, this is going to be a real, we're going to, you know, make it a a, a real quick game. We're going to run the ball over and over and over. Keep giving it to your best player, Christian McCaffrey, they just weren't doing it, man. It was, yeah. It, it I think was, I differ.
2: I think I differ with that. You know, I just have so much trust in Brock Purdy that when Kyle put the ball in his hands, it's like, hey, you know, throw the ball and complete and do these things. You know, I never wavered with that. I thought that was a good. I mean, I thought that but was. But then he good started.
1: One. He started missing his passes, right? He yeah, but it's cool. Like but he, he's going to get
2: out of that. Like, why would I tell him? Like, he's the guy. Why would I say pineapple? Take
0: pineapple.
1: the
2: take the <laughs> take the ball out of his out of his hands. Like, okay, missed a couple. Okay, he's going to start hitting some. Yeah.
0: No, there's the pineapple. You got you gotta factor in the pineapple. You talk
1: about Brock Purdy leading the league in almost all those categories. Christian McCaffrey led the league in almost every <laughs> running back category, right? So you got that guy too. Let's not forget about him in a wet game when your your best wide receiver's gone down. Like it, it was come, it was a tough come, game to watch. Like
0: I said, a lot of talks, pacing. How come everybody talks about how it's a Kyle Shanahan offense and helps Brock Purdy so much? But nobody talks about how. Awesome the 49ers always run the ball and how great the Shanahan's have been for 30 years running the ball but that doesn't help Christian McCaffrey at all.
1: Good call. That's great nobody talking about that. Isn't that weird? Mm-mm.
2: Well, I, I think we we brought it up one time because who was oh, I think it was uh uh Cam Newton and he talked about how great of a system it is for Christian McCaffrey. The, the issue is the messenger. So Cam is the one like Oh man, like I think it's, it's perfect for him. You know that's why he's excelling. They understand how to utilize him and stuff. But for other fans, because he said that Brock Purdy's a game manager, they don't want to hear the opinion of Cam now. Mm. You know, but mm. Cam Newton was the one that—that's the one person I've heard kind of equate some of the success that uh, McC- McCaffrey has had to the scheme and system that he's in with uh, uh, Shanahan.
0: Uh, McCaffrey had better numbers in twenty. What was it? Twenty nineteen with the Panthers then he had this 1000 1000 season anyway. yeah um so Chris question guys
1: I, I don't know if, if anybody's talking about this or maybe you guys have talked about this but i was thinking the other day okay so what if debo doesn't play this weekend right like what do the 49ers do do you, do you in my opinion do something like Christian McCaffrey plays a lot more of that Debo role. And maybe you get Elijah Mitchell in the backfield. That way you don't have Ray, Ray McLeod and Chris Conley and these guys out there on the field, you actually bring somebody like Elijah Mitchell, who is fantastic runner, maybe not the best catcher out of the backfield, but then you, you kind of moving Christian McCaffrey around a lot more.
0: Uh, I'm going to answer that next because I do have thoughts on that. And it's a really good question. And I have two answers because I think, I know what I would do, and it's not what Kyle Shanahan is going to do. So we'll get into that one next. eBay Motors, passion, drive, patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your car on the road. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, uh, tons more, whether you're into speed, power, style, eBay Motors, has you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die. You'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back is super easy. I went to eBay Motors. There was a green check. It was it was the right fit. I had no hassle. It was super easy. I've tried to buy car parts online before and it's always really difficult. So I love the Guaranteed Fit. At eBay Motors, just look for that green check. And with all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. That is eBay Motors. Okay, so um, real quick, I just want to get this out because it's something I've noticed about Brock Purdy and we can get back into it and we might have to push some other subjects into the future. And it might be because I'm looking for it, but I want you guys to watch this against the lions. And maybe if you go back and, and watch more of the Packers game and I started to notice it and they talked about it and the Ravens players talked about it after the game, the pass rushers and the pass rush from teams against Brock Purdy, they're doing everything they can to get their hands on the ball at the line of scrimmage. And now I'm looking for it, and now I don't know if I'm going crazy because I'm seeing pass rushers try to get their hands in the passing lanes more. Is it because I'm looking for it, or is it because this is a teaching point and it's something teams are trying to do more against Brock Purdy, knowing how quick he is to get rid of the ball, knowing that he's not 6'5", and where the ball comes out. And there was a few throws in this game where he had hands in his face, and uh, it, it looked like maybe it was the ball squirting out, maybe it was a combination of things, but he's trying to get the ball – is throwing lanes here instead of here where he wants to go he's got to go here and then he's missing his throw just a little bit because he's got to hit a window and he's not trying to throw the defense right we saw so many balls hit the ground they weren't bad throws that hit defenders a couple of more uh that were luckily dropped um but i don't i might be going crazy but i think the t, the the coaching point against brock purdy hands up and look you defensive linemen try to get their hands up anyway. But I feel like it's a, it's more. And maybe I'm going crazy, and I'm just looking for it now since the Ravens game. I, I really think that's one of the things that teams are trying to do against Brock Purdy is really affect the passing lanes and get their hands up. Um, and I did affect some throws in this game that I thought were water balls, and they were maybe just throwing lane problems hmm. for Brock Purdy. And then a couple of the other throws, you know, he was hit, and it wasn't just the rain. So I think when you go back and you look with context when Brock Purdy's game – uh, there was other reasons why not just him playing bad that were reasons why things were weird for three and a half quarters of that football game.
2: Well, you also had another take about that and it had to kind of do with the draft, uh, where he was drafted. So can you, can you talk about kind yes, of sure. that in comparison to maybe to some of the things that you've, you felt like you saw? Well, when it comes to, and the Josh Allen
0: comparison is perfect, why are people looking for Josh Allen in the draft? like Josh Allen could barely hit the broad side of a barn in college. Right. But they're like six, five huge arm. That's what I want. I want this physical ability because it helps so many things on Sundays. And when you're someone like Brock Purdy and you have a base level, like you're fine, you're, you know, good athlete. You've got a fine arm. Uh, You're a good fit for Kyle Shanahan's aggressively intermediate offense. You can throw darts and all these levels, layered throws talking about the, the catch for by, um, by Juwan Jennings and that throw over the middle of the field. It takes guts to make that throw. It takes mm. guts to see it. Some quarterbacks just won't even uncork it. And Brock Purdy is able to make plays like that. It's not an arm strength throw. It's a neck up throw, right? And, and Brock Purdy has the ability to make those throws. It's what makes him so good in this offense. But when you're trying to get a quarterback that is the best possible quarterback you want a guy that can throw the ball through a hailstorm you know what i mean and and Brock Purdy if you're at base level arm strength and now you sprinkle in the pineapple right it's raining it's wet that might bring that might bring you sub where you need to be level as far as your physicality your size your hand size your stature being able to see over uh you know in certain passing lanes and he's got really good footwork you can um he's good at finding those passing lanes and he's such a smart quarterback and it doesn't make him a bad quarterback but there's a reason you draft it's a reason he was a seventh round pick and other quarterbacks are first round picks again, don't get it twisted. It's not because it doesn't make Brock Purdy bad. It just makes him different. And he's done a good job of learning how to win with what he has because other guys are much worse with a lot more physically too, that are drafted in the first round. That's why there's so many misses in the first round. Cause they're not chasing this as much as they're chasing this. Right. And Brock Purdy has this, uh, what you really want is to have the entire package. And there's times like in the rain where you see why. Oh, man, that's why you need. That's why teams want and are chasing that first round physical ability, that arm that can throw in bad weather and maybe throw through rain, throw through wind a little bit easier than other guys, maybe easier to see uh, what's going on down the field. You can see it a little bit later because you could fit it in to different places that other quarterbacks can't. Again, doesn't make Brock pretty bad. But that's why he was a seventh round pick. It's not like mm-hmm. people are like, oh, shoot. I can." Was, if there's another Brock Purdy, that guy's also going to be a seventh round pick. You know, it's not like right. next year gonna be like, oh, Brock Purdy's are going in the first round now. No, Brock Purdy's are always going to be the gems that outplay their draft position.
2: Or, 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 I mean, you can look at Tua, right? And we watched Tua and Mahomes play in the same inclement weather and – because of like a certain lack of physical capabilities right to it. he he's been awesome all year. Like he's been efficient. He does these things. He's, you know, all these explosive plays. You got uh, Tyreek Hill. He's damn near a 2000 yard receiver, you know, they're throwing the ball down the field, but the moment something kind of changed a little bit with the weather. It's like, now he became like a show of himself. And like you said, that baseline of physical capabilities that people kind of want to say, Oh, this stuff is overrated. It's not in these moments. And I I don't think those, that situation is going anywhere for Miami. Like that's something Miami is always going to have to deal with where, Hey man, you play in that AFC conference and you have all these cold weather teams that are really good. Baltimore, there was snow right outside of the Baltimore stadium. They just cleared the field. Uh, you, maybe Pittsburgh, you have to play in. Uh, we saw Kansas city, what that looked like. Buffalo. Don't you're going to have to keep playing the Cincinnati. You're going to keep playing these teams. And will he, he ever be good enough be, to be able to overcome maybe having to play in those circumstances or does always have to play at home? And when you look at Brock Purdy, where he does everything great, hopefully it just doesn't rain in the Bay. It's not like we get a lot of <laughs> rain here. And some of these other NFC teams, maybe you don't have to play in that inclement weather. But if you do, that's something that you have to keep in mind that, hey, well, okay, we'll have to figure out a different way to win as opposed to our quarterback having to, you know, consistently make throws in that weather. So I just thought that was a good point that you made. Uh, yeah. But as far as the hands getting up, and the, the windows and things like that. I think that's something that uh, is a good point. A lot of, you know, myself, 49 fans have to kind of look and see if that's something that uh, continues to potentially be an issue for them.
1: I mean, the 49er Kyle Shanahan offense is quick strikes, right? It is those slants. It's the, you know, quick passes out to your wide receiver on wide receiver screens. It's It's a lot of that. So that's just smart defense to do that sort of thing. So if they are doing that a lot more, yeah, maybe and- that's the blueprint. Maybe Kyle's got to adjust, right?
0: See the adjustments, see the adjustments, get him out on the move a little yeah. bit more, you know, yep. um, change up your looks, your hot reads, because uh, that was one of the things the Ravens did is like, OK, well, we blitz him. Then we know he's going to go hot because he's really good at going hot. But now we're going to get our hands up because we know he's going to go hot. We can s- sort of anticipate that tip, tip all interception. Right. So, um, yeah, you're, you're always adjusting to the adjustments. I mean, these guys are so good at scheming things up and noticing little things. Uh, it, it's it's phenomenal. Um, and, and I have all the faith in the world that Kyle and Brock are the types that can overcome any of those issues right and they did even in a rain game uh and and ended up winning that football game so um phenomenal and and you know a lot of people are going to hear this a lot of ways the way you know we talk about brock purdy but it's really never changed on what we thought brock purdy was he is the same guy uh and he's really good right he's a really good quarterback and he's perfect for kyle shanahan and look debo samuels is not randy moss either kyle shanahan wants a thing for his offense, right? And he finds guys that fit what he's trying to do, and it, and it makes it all uh, work together so well. Uh, so uh, anyway, um, to answer your question from earlier, Wink, yes, Kyle Shanahan should do that. Utilize McCaffrey more of a Debo role. He will not do that, and we will not see Elijah Mitchell or uh, Jordan Mason ever again. That's, that's, that's <laughs> Ever <story>. again. Um, <laughs> uh, by the way, real quick, uh, Clint Kubiak and... Brian Greasy have interviewed for the Saints' offensive coordinator job. So not out of the woods yet and potentially losing some coordinators. Steve Wilkes interviewed with the Chargers for their head coach job. And Adam Peters is still hanging out over there in Washington, hasn't found a head coach yet. Once he does, might be making some calls about a potential offensive coordinator for that head coach as well. And I have a feeling a couple of those names like Kubiak and, and Greasy could be on that list as well.
2: So, do you think, you be- would be, I mean, excuse me, do you think that Greasy would be a better head coach than coordinator?
1: Maybe. Possibly. I, mean, I don't know his X's and O's, right? I mean, that's what it comes down to when you're a coordinator, right? He does seem like a good leader. When you see him on the sideline talking to those quarterbacks, he does. He seems like a good guy that people want to follow.
0: Yeah. I can see him as somebody who bypasses the, the OC, the play caller thing altogether. Or I mean, like Mike McDaniel had to leave to become, he had, he got a head coach job before he got a coordinator job. He named himself the office coordinator, right? Cause he couldn't call plays under Kyle. And so that's why <laughs> these opportunities exist because they, you know, nobody's going to really be calling plays under, under Kyle Shanahan, as much as they might be involved with the, the, uh, the game plan, you know, they're not the one calling the, calling the plays on sunday so fascinating i thought we'd hear more about greasy's name we've heard kubiak with the bears job they hired shane waldron from the seahawks as their offensive coordinator so um kubiak's off that list but uh there's a couple teams now that have interviewed kubiak and i think only i think this is the first team that's interviewed brian greasy i'm not positive on that one but uh, anyway not out of the woods yet 49 could potentially lose more wink
1: Wishwatch, watch it's the playoffs, but Wishnowski continues to do it. Four punts, two inside the 20. A big 57 yarder to flip the field. You yeah, know, what what,
2: what and, more and, can and, you and say and about Wishnowski? One of those that were inside the 20, he actually punted it inside the 10. The returner yeah. caught it and made a couple guys miss to get he got right to like around the, the 19
0: 20. or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Thanks everybody for making us your first listen on the locked on podcast. Network your team every day. Thursday crossover, Matt Derry, Locked On Lions. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. We're getting ready for this NFC Championship game. Talk to you then right here, Locked On 49ers. See you.